Welcome to the Missing Chapter Podcast, where you will hear some of the least known, obscure, and entertaining stories the history textbooks left out. Starring Phil Horander and Phil Schaff. Has anyone ever seen the Christmas classic, The Santa Claus? It's one of our family's favorite go-to movies during the Christmas season. And one of the parts of the movie that gets my kids to giggle every single time is the part where Tim Allen is interrogated and asked, very firmly I might add, what his name is. The interrogator is looking for him to say, Scott Calvin. But his response instead, Chris Kringle, Santa Claus, Pierre Noel, Babo Natale, Pierce Nicole, Topo Gigio, which, by the way, is an Italian mouse, but that's not the point. The focus of today's episode is not on the many names of Santa, but the big question mark around the first name of his wife, Mrs. Claus. What is her first name? Does she have a first name? And why don't we know more? Well, let's find out. Merry Christmas, everyone. This is The Missing Chapter. Welcome, Missing Chapter listeners, to the very special Missing Chapter Christmas special. I'm here with Phil Schaff. I'm Phil Horander. We're enjoying uh, Utica Coffee Roasting Company's very own Mocha Mint, which is described on the packaging as cool mint and velvety chocolate. Not, usually not a big mint fan, Phil, whether it's coffee or anything else, but this is very subtle, yeah, and, and it's, it's good. They rebranded the Mocha Mint from last year, yeah. so I, I was hoping that maybe they adjusted the ratio between... Mm-hmm. The mocha and the mint, and they did. And they it's did. delightful. So cheers. Cheers, Phil. And Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas. And thank you, everyone, for taking a few minutes out of your uh, enjoyable, I'm sure, busy schedule to listen to a, a Little Missing Chapter podcast. We're going to make uh, make it worth your while today. Absolutely. And, and, you know, as we've done in years past, we're going to make sure that it's, uh, it's Christmas-related, and it'll give you something to discuss maybe with your relatives and friends as they join you for the holidays. Why not? And, of course, like many of our episodes... Um, this episode really originated from a simple question. Right. And, uh, and a simple text, really. And a simple text. Yeah. And it actually goes back to, and I know I've mentioned my wife a lot on this podcast because she's the origin of many uh, an episode because of her questions. And one of those questions uh, not too long ago was, hey, why, why is the K, uh, you know, in a strikeout? What is that? Where did that come from? That was the origin of, of that episode, uh, Scorecard. And now here we are again. We're sitting down watching a, a Christmas movie. And... I don't necessarily remember the, the the particular movie, but she says, "Hey, what's Mrs. Claus' first name?" Mm-hmm. And at first, I was like, "Oh, that's easy. It's um, I, yeah, I have no idea. It- <laughs> oh my god, like that's an episode." Right. She's like, "No, seriously, what's her first name?" So then I start looking some information up, and honestly, that's when I texted you, mm-hmm. and then you and I both started, you know, putting together and compiling all these names. We're gonna go through the the list of names, and we'll let the listeners decide. What they feel is the best name. What do you think? Sounds good. And Phil, before we get started, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Sure. What's your favorite family tradition when it comes to Christmas time or Christmas preparation? Okay. The days leading up to Christmas. All right. I'm going to go back to my childhood. Okay. My mom has this. And and mom, I know you're an avid listener. So hello. I love you. Merry Christmas. But my mom, and you know exactly what I'm going to say, mom. There's a tin... um, candy container Mm -hmm. very ornate that she gets out every single year i remember third grade we had show and tell and every year she gets them out she puts hershey kisses inside 
So as soon as you open up the lid, and I can still remember the smell of Hershey Kisses brings me right back to when I was a, when I was a kid. Isn't that something? So that when that metal container comes out, that included with the ceramic um, trees, the Christmas trees right. that come out that, yeah. that light up. We actually lost a couple in the flood a few years ago, so we searched far and wide and found uh, a replacement for it. But those those two things immediately bring me back to my childhood. And then of course we want to carry on those traditions for our kids. Absolutely. So there's, you know, of course the, the elves that we, that we bring on every year for the kids, the, um, and well, actually a lot of things for our kids, like your elves, your, um, countdown calendars. We have like four of them now, you know, those kind of, things. that's it. The buildup in the days leading up to Christmas very often for me are, are even better than the actual day. The anticipation. You know what I mean? Yeah. For us, it was always, it's always getting the Christmas tree. As yep. a kid, looking forward to that and, and going to get the Christmas tree with my parents was the best. I think reading Twas the Night Before Christmas every Christmas Eve with with Nathan and Andrew is probably one of my higher points. And and just like you said, it's it's the advent calendars. Yep. It's, you know, where is Chippy the Elf going to be this yeah. morning? There's so much to enjoy about this holiday season. Yeah, that's true. And I, so. I can vividly remember, too, being at my grandparents' house. My dad would say this every single year. It was Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. We'd had our dinner. We're at my grandparents. We're staying over. You know Christmas is coming the next day. You're playing with some some uh, toys under the tree. And my, my parents are having hot chocolate. My grandparents and my dad would say, all right, everybody, stop what you're doing appreciate this yeah this is what it's all about it's it's quiet we'll listen to christmas music you got the christmas tree on you're drinking your hot chocolate yeah and that's what i want to continue wise with words yep. yeah because the 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 best times the times that we you know we always go back to to get us through more difficult times during the year tend to be the ones that also go the fastest that so. is so true so all right what is mrs claus first name it's a great question wow the history behind this topic. Well, the wife of Santa is first mentioned back in 1849, a short story called A Christmas Legend by James Reese, Philadelphia-based Christian missionary. So we're going all the way back uh, to the 19th century, mid-19th century at that, to say that Mrs. Claus was at least mentioned. Okay. Okay. Now... Building off of that, I'm going to fast forward two short years. Sure. It's still Mrs. Santa Claus. Mrs. Santa Claus is also mentioned by name, by name as in you right. know, her appearance. Mrs. Yeah. So for those of you listening who are curious as to what that noise exactly was, <laughs> to give you a little behind the scenes of the workings here of the Missing Chapter podcast, I'm going to hand this over to Phil real quick. All right. Typically, Phil, anytime we have some mishaps, Let's say, and we have quotes. We have. Listen, we're not hey, perfect. We're not. We we do a great job. I would say editing out some things that maybe we're not, you know, particularly proud of. Right. This is one of those moments we're going to embrace the mistake. For those of you who are listening intently and wondering what that noise was, that noise was the mocha mint coffee <laughs> spilling all over my keyboard of yeah. my laptop. Yeah. He sat down with a full cup of coffee. <laughs> And, and I don't even know, Phil, how that happened. I, I don't know if you moved your mouse. I have no idea. But it was right on the keyboard. It was it was from like, hey, we're having a great time, having a great episode, yep. uh, having a good cup of coffee. And then that good cup of coffee is ending up in the inner workings of my keyboard. So let's chalk that up, listeners, as our first Christmas miracle of the season. Because the <laughs> keyboard and the computer seem to be, at least for the time being, Fully functional. By the grace of God, By, fully functional. Yes. So, yeah, cheers to us again. I've removed the We're just going to say cheers. We're not even going to cheers this time. 
my gosh. Oh. So we're, we're, I'm moving the Mocha Mint away from said laptop yep. and microphone and any sort of electronic devices. Uh, so yeah. let's see if we can continue wow, we this the episode. All right. So we're I'm going to go back. So Mrs. Santa Claus is mentioned by name in the pages of the Yale Literary Magazine in 1851, two years after A Christmas Legend was, uh, where the student author, uh, whose name is only given as A.B., writes the appearance of Santa Claus as a Chris, at a Christmas party and mentions that Mrs. Santa Claus is there. But again, Phil, we're not answering our question. They're just talking about she exists and right. it's a Mrs. Santa Claus. We're not getting into you know, any more specifics in terms of her name. And, and speaking of 1850s, 1854, three years after that literary magazine that you're referring to, going right back to my home city here of Utica, New York, the State Lunatic Asylum in Utica, New York in 1854 included an appearance by Mrs. Santa Claus with a baby in her arms who danced to a holiday song. So there we go. Another Mrs. Santa Claus appearance. And the baby in her arms also you know, raises the question I had asked you, listen, for somebody who whose entire existence is based around love of children, wouldn't it just make sense that Santa Claus have a family? And we might get to that. We might get to that. So yeah. a passing reference, again, to Mrs. Santa Claus was made in an essay in Harper's Magazine in the year 1862. Again, in the comic novel, The Metropolites, which was written in 1864 by Robert St. Clair. Here, Phil, her description's a little bit different. All right, actually, much different. She appears in a woman's dream wearing, quote, Haitian high boots, a dozen of short red petticoats, an old large straw bonnet, end quote, and bringing the woman a wide selection of finery to wear. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So much different, different than you would assume, or I think many of us picture an image, you know, Mrs. Claus in our heads. And now we think a little bit different here on that, that, that take. I would say this one's pretty different, too, is that we don't really necessarily know in this children's book, uh, Santa Claus Land and Other Stories by Ellis Town. Um, there is a woman that we may or may not associate with Mrs. Santa Claus. It looks like it is, but that's 1878. So we're really, mm -hmm. we're not even out of the 19th century yet, but there's been a lot of references to a Mrs., but no real name yet. So let's fast forward a little bit. We're talking about some pretty obscure, you know, references to a Mrs. Claus. We know she exists. We know she's a character in most, if not all, late 19th century Santa Claus references. But let's get into some stuff I think our, our listeners uh, have actually read, seen, sure. and, and can relate to. So we're going to fast forward a little bit here to the 20th century. Okay, so one of our family favorites, one of the, my favorite movies growing up as a kid was the 1994 classic, The Santa Claus. That series, I think, is awesome. But Mrs. Claus wasn't actually referenced uh, until the sequel, until uh, Carol appeared as Mrs. Claus. Now, to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen Santa Claus 2, but she comes back in uh, Santa Claus 3, and I think it's a it's an interesting story. Tim Allen is is obviously great in that, and my kids love Charlie, the the little boy who plays uh, Santa's son. But uh, that's that's one of the I would say one of the closest references in our time period uh, to Mrs. Claus. Now there were other references in the 1960s, but we could go on forever about all those uh, Mrs. Clauses. But I think Carol was one of the the more you know recent examples of that. Right. So we had Carol and the Santa Clauses. In the 2007 movie, Fred Claus, which our family loves and looks forward to every year, uh, Mrs. Claus here is Annette. Oh, yeah. Annette. That's right. And then in Arthur's Christmas, which ironically enough, Phil, I told you before we started this, uh, we had just literally watched uh, this past weekend. We found it on Amazon. It was Margaret. 
Yeah. So Carol to Annette to Margaret. It really does seem like there's no standard or no consistency here. It's just, yep. it's the author, it's the director, whatever direction they want to take her name. And I think it's interesting. Christmas Chronicles took Santa and Mrs. Claus, I think, to a different area than most would expect, right? right? So in that series, you have uh, Goldie Hawn, who plays Mrs. Claus. And she almost appears, in my opinion, almost like, uh, almost witch-like, but not the scary sense. You know, she's doing spells and that kind of thing, which is kind of cute and whimsical. Um, And then, of course, you know, Mr. Santa Claus is... Along those same lines, he's a little edgy, which is a different take on Santa altogether. Uh, played, of course, by Kurt Russell. I do love Kurt Russell. And oh, Kobe yeah. Sure. I think that was fun that, that they're an actual you know couple in real life. And I think those movies are great. Um, in Charlie Brown's Christmas Tales, Sally, I think it's interesting. Sally writes that Santa Claus or writes as Santa Claus to Samantha Claus, mm-hmm. assuming that is her first name. Now, don't forget, Angela Lansbury uh, played Mrs. Santa Claus. And she went by the name Anna. So we have we have Anna. tons of different names here. Anna, Samantha, yep. Carol, Annette, Margaret. And Ruth, by the way. And Ruth. That's something I forgot to mention is, is that Mel Gibson had a film called Fat Man in which he took a woman named Ruth and made her uh, Mrs. Claus. Okay. So the last one we'll throw at you, The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy in their Christmas special, Billy and Mandy Save Christmas. In this story, her name is Nancy. And wow. you know what, Phil? Okay. I, honestly, if, if I'm looking at this list, I don't think any of those sounds very believable. Yeah. And I don't know if they're just coming up with ones that they want to make, you know, uh, maybe they're a connection to someone personal and they say, hey, we're going to name Mrs. Claus after you. But none of these seem like very, quote unquote, Mrs. Claus-like. Yeah, very true. And it, what's interesting is that if we go back historically speaking, if we if we really kind of narrowed down where Santa came from. Uh, it's believed that the first Santa Claus was, in fact, St. Nick, right? And if that's the case, St. Nick was a monk and therefore couldn't marry. Right. So this is all a moot point at this at this point, you know, which obviously everyone can argue, and that's why we love history, because you can argue. Exactly. It. Now, we know Santa Claus lives in the North Pole. According to some North American sources, his original name, all right, I think most of us have heard him referred to as Chris Kringle. Yep. Before he changed his name to Santa Claus. Chris Kringle, in this scenario, according to these historians, was a toy maker who had married Jessica. Now, it's funny you mention that because if we, I, I mentioned Jessica in the very beginning, and, I, and I've seen that in a lot of different sources here. Jessica keeps coming mm-hmm. back up. But if we go back to the original story by Reese, um, James Reese in his 1849 book, Mysteries of City Life, explored a variety of traditions. Reese was the first to name Mrs. Claus as well. In that book, he gave her the moniker Gertrude. Gertrude. So we have no conclusive answer. We don't. So I don't know if this is considered another one of our missing chapter mysteries, maybe, Phil? Oh, that's a great point. Yeah, we started as a chat. We spilled some coffee coffee halfway between, and now we're ending with a mystery. I don't know. It's, It's always nice when we can wrap up a story. Put a nice bow at the top sure. and be done with it. But this isn't going to be the case with this particular story. To be continued. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us on the Missing Chapter podcast. We are back from the break. And thanks for hanging with us. Coffee spills, questions, some unanswered questions, starting off as a chat, ending with a mystery. You're hoping for some answers, and we left you with more questions than answers, I'm assuming. So 
thank you, and we apologize at the same time. So, uh, yeah, it's been quite the quite the role here today, Phil. Yeah, and you know, the original question, our original kind of goal for this was to establish whether or not Mrs. Santa Claus had a a name, had a name that was consistent and that we can point to in history and say this is, you know, this is the name that she should go by despite what Hollywood seems to be mixing up from one episode or one movie to the next. But the other question we're going to pose, all right, before we uh, let you guys go is that, you know, is Santa Claus uh, a a father? Yeah. Does he have any, you know, daughters or sons? Now, let me ask you this question before we answer that. What would, what would you say is your favorite name for Mrs. Claus? Cause I got one. I think I, 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 based on the list would agree with me based on the list. Yes. Based on the list that we, because hmm, I said not not many of these seem appropriate for Mrs. Claus. I'm going to go with the name Margaret. Okay. I think Margaret, of all of the names, um, there's, there's an older element to Margaret. I yeah, don't think Margaret yeah. is necessarily a name that you hear a lot um, in 2022. Yeah. I think Margaret, it sounds good with Chris Kringle. Sure. And I'll, I'll go with Margaret, Phil. Okay. Um, I think I'm actually going to go with Carol. I, I do think Carol is a kind of an older sounding name, as you mm-hmm. suggested. I also think it's it's a nice play in Christmas, Christmas Carol. Oh, that's a nice call. You know, and I, I did like uh, the character of Carol in Santa Claus 2 and 3. So there's yeah. a nostalgia uh, to that for me personally as growing up with those two, three movies, excuse me. So I think... If it were me, I would continue with the the Carol. I don't know if I would necessarily go with Jessica and all the other right. names. Now, here's but, my question for you. Yeah. If Santa Claus and Margaret or Santa Claus and Carol were to have a family, doesn't it make sense? I, I always envisioned him and them with one daughter and one son. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I just think it makes sense, Phil. Yeah. Somebody who's, whose existence is devoted to making children happy it seems like he should be a father. I would agree. And in the 2001 Once Upon a Christmas, Kristen Claus, played by Kathy Ireland, opposes her sister Rudolpha, who is trying to ruin the spirit of Christmas. Rudolpha. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Where I got that from? Um, yeah, that's uh, that's one example right. of those type of producers that felt the same way as you. Now, you talked about the, the Carol reference and being a play on words in Santa baby, which came out in 2006, Jenny McCarthy played a Mary Claus, Mary M A R Y, but we can also think of it as Merry Christmas uh, as a businesswoman who tries to use her successful management techniques in the North pole. And she's the the daughter of Santa Claus. Okay. How about we fast forward five years, 2011's Anna Claus, excuse me, Annie Claus is coming to town. Santa's daughter uh, played by Maria Thayer. Moves to California to find love and have her own career. In Becoming Santa, which was only seven years ago, 2015, Holly Claus, played by Laura Bell Bundy, brings her boyfriend home to meet her parents. That's a good example. Now, I'm going to give you one uh, that my my girls love is Noelle in the Disney Plus film. Anna Kendrick plays the uh, character who has to follow in her famous father's footsteps. And, you know, there's a lot to go in that. that that's I'm not familiar we, with that one. I'll yeah, we enjoy that I'm looking one. at that's Disney Plus. I haven't even seen it on there. Yeah, yeah. And finally, in the in the Netflix original movie, Santa Girl, 2019, Jennifer Stone plays Cassandra, Cassie Claus, who wants to find herself and see the world and is very reluctant to take over the family business despite the wishes of her father. 
So we gave you some examples. Uh, you guys can decide for yourselves and, and throw, throw some suggestions our way. And let us know what you guys think. I mean, message us, email us. I'm very curious to what, what you guys uh, are, are thinking as far as names for Mrs. Claus, for kids, sons, daughters, the whole nine. And if there's some things we missed. Absolutely. If there's some yep. things we missed, uh, historically speaking, please let us know and correct us. Now, Phil, Christmas is all about traditions. Sure. And here we are in season three of The Missing Chapter. And one of our traditions has become, over the last couple of years, um, taking a portion out of today's episode, the Christmas episode, and wishing our own families sure. a happy holidays and a Merry Christmas. Yeah. So Jojo and Mila, you guys are uh, the best Christmas gifts Daddy could ever have. So I wish you the best Merry Christmas. I hope Santa gives you everything you want and more. And uh, Daddy loves you. Merry Christmas, guys. Uh, and to my boys, uh, Andrew and Nathan, like Mr. Schaff said, the best gift I could get. Every day I get to wake up and you guys are are, are safely in our house. And uh, Aaron and I, your mama, love you very much. And we are very blessed to have you. And uh, have a Merry Christmas. And to yeah, all of our missing to chapter all of listeners. our missing chapter listeners. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you for joining us, and until next time, I'm Phil Horander, and I'm Phil Schaff. Another chapter has been added to the history textbooks.